Hi, this is Stephanie, the host of the Empower Your Life podcast. And it's been a whirlwind. I just can't even believe that it is almost December and that we're, you know, heading into Thanksgiving. Actually, when this podcast comes out, it'll be after Thanksgiving. And so um, I just, you know, always like during this time to reflect on some, you know, the things that have gone really well and just to be thankful for where you are. And sometimes I think we we forget, you know, in the midst of chaos and craziness and, you know, time is going so fast. I think sometimes we, we forget to be thankful for some of the things that we have. And I can honestly say like, I'm super thankful for, you know, my staff. I'm thankful for our community, for our patients. Um, there's just a lot to be thankful for. Obviously, super thankful for my family. So um, I hope you take some time a little bit to kind of reflect on, um, you know, the year and kind of start looking back at, at some of the things that you're thankful for, because it just definitely makes life much more fun to live in when you think that way. A lot of bad things happen. A lot of bad things have happened with me um, over the years, but I've learned from all of it and it's made me a better person. And so really changing your mindset of like, gosh, what am I supposed to learn here? And what am I, um, you know, thankful for definitely change your mindset around, um, and, and how you live. So on this episode, we are going to be talking about runner's knee. We see stuff like this all the time. And we'll talk about what is runner's knee. What's the one thing that most health healthcare providers miss in treating knee pain. And I'll give you just one thing. They only go to the knee. They don't look at anywhere else. They don't look at your back, your hip, your ankle. Um, these are all things that are problems. You know, what is joint mobility and why is it so important? That is a big one. That's a key thing that people miss. Um, and so these are some of the things we're going to talk about in this episode. So, um, enjoy, enjoy this episode and, and definitely stay tuned to the end for, um, our special offer. This is the Empower Your Life podcast, where you can find some of the best health and life tips to keep you active and living life without having to go through surgeries, procedures, and medications. We want to give you hope that it is possible as the body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to hear a very special offer. Without a further ado, let's get started. So today we're going to talk about runner's knee pain. And this is something that we see a lot of. And some of the things, make sure you stay tuned to the end. Some of the things that we're going to be showing you are some mobility stretching and mobility testing that I'm pretty sure not very, not many people will, will go through um, with you. And we're going to talk about some of the pitfalls and things like that with runner's knee pain. Um, so let's get started. So what is runner's knee? So you know, when we run, it's very repetitive. It's doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. So if you have anything that is not working correctly, you're going to start having problems. And the majority of the time you're going to start feeling this in your knee. So typically you'll feel something in the front of your knee front. You know, it might have something to the side of your knee or the inside or the outside, but this is typically kind of where, where we feel, um, the knee pain. So what do other healthcare providers miss in treating this? So there's a lot of frustration with this and we, we hear stuff like this all the time. You know, a lot of times as runners, you know, we're, they're very type A type personalities. So they're going to go to YouTube and start figuring out what are some of the things that they can do 
Um, and they get frustrated with a lot of the healthcare providers because of some of the things that they do. And we're going to talk about that. So one of the things is they only look at the knee joints. They're only looking at where the pain is. And so when you go to a doctor and they're looking at this and they're doing imaging, and if we happen to be getting a little bit older, then all of a sudden you'll start hearing things like, yeah, you've got some, some arthritis in the joints and that's probably causing some of your pain. And I'm here to tell you that a lot of times it's not. Um, and, and I always laugh because, you know, when you look at, at runners in general, there's not many runners I see that are going through total knee, knee joint replacements. Um, does it happen? Yes, it does happen, but there's not many that you see going through some of these things and, and, but yet we're running on the knee all the time. So like, how is that possible? Are we wearing that joint out? Well, if everything is working properly, you're not going to have problems. There's no research out there showing that, you know, running is causing knee pain. I mean, actually you'll see more people that are inactive that are getting total joint replacements than people that are very active. Like that's, that tells you a story right there. So when you've got to be careful when you go um, to places and that's all that they look at is they only go to where the side of the pain is. Cause I always say, where the side of the pain is often not where the source of the problem is coming from. And so that's, that's a problem. So that's one frustration right there. The other one is not checking the mobility of the joints. Now, what does that mean? So, you know, we have to see how the joints move and it's not just the knee joints because you can have issues in the knee joint where the knee joint doesn't move. Your knee feels like it's going to give out a little bit. Like you sit for a while, you stand up and you can't quite you know, uh, the knee wants to kind of give out, um, and you start walking, it starts feeling a little bit better. There's things that can mimic like meniscal tears and things like that. So you've got to check the mobility of the knee, um, as well, but you know, and so you can do things in the knee to get, um, the mobility back. That's essentially it's like, oh, wow, that knee feels so much better. And all we did was do, did some knee, some knee mobilizations. Um, and that those kind of things can mimic meniscal tears, but you have to check the joints in the hip. You need to check the joints in the back. You need to check the joints, the ankle joints and see how all of these are moving. Because if you don't, you're going to have problems. So if something doesn't move very well in the ankle, let's say like one side moves great, the other side doesn't. Um, and we're going to show you some mobility testing that you can do. Um, you know, in our joints, we have joint material. And sometimes we're doing stuff repetitively and we're moving in maybe a not so great position. You can tighten up those joints, um, because you're just kind of creating a pathway. So similar to like what I described um, with pa with patients is if you are walking in the grass and you're walking in the same path over and over and over and over again, you create a pathway in that, in the grass. Um, but if you're moving in a lot of different directions, the grass stays even and everything works well. Same thing happens in our joints. If we're moving in the same position over and over and over and over and over again, and we're not moving in all the, in all these other different positions, we create a pathway in the joint and that creates a problem. And that can kind of lock up the joint a little bit, but it's really easy to unlock it. And we're going to show you some things that you can do, but if you can't move in that hip very well, or that ankle very well, you're going to be moving around things. And then you're running repetitively as we're moving around, um, a joint that's not moving very well, which then creates issues in the knee because the ankle joints connect up to the knee, the hip joints connected down to the knee, 
it's all connected. So if something doesn't move very well, you're going to be using muscles that you're not used to be using. You're going to be doing patterns that you shouldn't be um, moving in. And then that creates problems. So we've got to check that out. And we're going to talk about that today. So also the thing is you're, you're only looking at the tissue one way. You're only looking at the injury one way. We see this all the time. So you go to massage, you have all these tight muscles and it feels great, but then it comes back again because the tissue is the symptom of something else that's going on. Or you go to a physical therapist and all they do is give you some strengthening. You're like, I can do this at home. And this is actually making me worse. I'm going to go search something else. We see this all the time with runners. Um, they they'll go and, and YouTube exercises for them to figure, you know, out like themselves, you know, what they need to be doing. And it sort of works, but it doesn't fully work because, you know, let's face it, you guys aren't the experts. Um, you go and do all the research I said, but when you can really get to someone that understands the whole body, you're going to get there much faster. Just like if you have a coach that's going to coach you to, you know, get you where you want to get to, you're going to get there much faster than trying to do it on your own. So we need to make sure that, um, it's not just the strengthening that you're looking at. We have to look at the mobility first. So mobility, once we get the mobility back, then we can go into the strengthening to make sure that you're not doing those same movement patterns that you're creating, um, the correct movement, get the correct muscles to fire so that everything can work properly. So next thing is what are the common frustrations that we see with runners, um, when they have runner's knee? specifically with runners. So one of the biggest frustrations, and we see this all the time is doctors will literally tell you to stop running and you tell a runner to stop running. It's basically their life is over because you have to realize that when we're, when you have runners, like this is their outlet of like releasing stress. A lot of times it's their social outlet. Like their, their brains function so much better when they're out there outside running, um, and it's, it's like a drug for them. So you tell them to stop running and it's like, their life is going to be over. And we hear this all the time where doctors like, yeah, I just don't think you should be running. Now there's times where we might need to make some adjustments with people and running. And we try to keep them as active as possible. Like let's do this instead of this. Um, but a lot of times I'm fine. Like as long as, you know, we might have to modify some things, but we usually try to keep people running if at all possible. They are so good at YouTubing exercises and trying to treat themselves. And a lot of times this happens just because of poor services with healthcare providers. They go to a physical therapist. It doesn't really work. They go to a chiropractor and it doesn't work. They go to massage and it doesn't work. So like I can figure some of this stuff out on my own. Um, and they try to, and it works better, but they can't fully get back. And again, it's because of these missing pieces that you're looking at. And then they just start to fear that they're going to have to stop running. Um, and that's a big fear of theirs. And then that's when they'll really start looking for help because it's like, oh gosh, I'm getting to the point where I feel like I'm doing some damage and I don't think I'm going to be able to run. And I really do need to figure out someone that might be able to help me. And so this is when they start searching for, for places like our places so that we can really look at the whole body and figure out what's going on. So the biggest thing is, is you always have to start with the mobility piece first. I always say our first 
our first part of treatment is looking at how the body moves, like looking at how the joints move. And we have to move them in different directions and we have to give them over pressure because you'd be surprised. You'd be like moving someone. It's like, wow, they move pretty evenly, but then you go and you add over pressure and one side can move a lot farther than the other side. That's a problem. That's an imbalance. We've got to fix some of those things. And we're going to talk about two, two tests that we can do here in a second. So you always have to fix that piece of it. Cause like I said, if you can't move into a certain position and you're doing something repetitively, you're going around it. Like you're not going to be able to get certain muscles to fire. So you can do all the strengthening you want to do, but it's like, why am I not getting any stronger? I don't understand. The leg almost feels like it's a peg leg. Like it's nothing is firing. Like I can feel the one side working hard and the other side, I don't, I don't feel anything. These are common things that you see when something is, is not quite right. So you have to start with mobility first. How do the joints move? Take them through in range really give them some overpressure to see how, how they move. Um, and then we've, um, once when that starts, everything starts firing or are moving correctly, then we can get into some of the strengthening pieces of it. And a lot of times where people want to look at the mobility, they look at it in a flexed position. So they're looking at it from, okay, I can bring my knee and do a figure four stretch. And, um, and it, yeah, there's differences on each side. And all of a sudden they're like, but I keep on doing the figure four stretch but I don't get any improvement because you're looking at, you're thinking it's like, oh, it's the muscle that's tight and I need to stretch the muscle. In reality, you're, you're stretching the wrong way. We do so much activities where we're sitting and bending the hip and, and, you know, maybe the, the ankles are, are more in a um, pointed, pointed direction or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, how we live our day is more as we're always in a flex position. We're sitting, you know, we're running. So we're bending our hip forward. We're cycling, which is bending our hip forward. So a lot of times when we look at mobility, we look at mobility and flexion, but we also look at mostly mobility and in, in, in the opposite direction into extension, um, because that's where we don't live. That's where we don't move. And that's usually what starts tightening up because we're always moving in that flex position. We're always bending at our hips. Um, and so we've got to look at the joints in the opposite direction. A lot of times the restriction, the tightness that we feel, the muscle tightness that we feel can be a symptom. And we've had people that literally could not move their leg. Their hamstring was so tight. They couldn't move it. And they're stretching their hamstring and they're stretching their hamstring. And I'm like, this is not a hamstring issue. This is a hip issue. Your hip's not moving. And we literally are taking the hip into the opposite direction of where you're not even stretching the hamstring. We're taking the hip into the opposite direction. And then as we mobilize that, then they, all of a sudden their hamstring flexibility, like improves by a hundred percent, like, like that. Um, and that's what we're talking about. So, um, just because a muscle is tight or just because you can't move um, into certain positions, there's usually one direction that will open it up. And usually it's opposite of what you think, because it's the way we move throughout the day is a problem. We're always moving in one direction and we're never taking our body in the opposite direction. The other thing is you must check the joints above and below the area. Like I said, um, the side where the side of the pain is, is often not where the source of the problem is coming from. So with the knee, we have got to check the hip and how that moves, even the back and how that moves the ankle and how that moves. Like there can be a combination of issues in all these areas, or there can be only one issue like, Oh, wow. The hip is, is not moving. And the reason, and then that's, that's creating some of the knee issues and they didn't even realize it because they're getting pain in the back of the, of the knee, um, or the front of the knee or the outside of the knee. And all this could be coming from the hip. So 
you've got to check the mobility of that. And then we get into some of the strengthening things. And, and if you miss the step of this, of like seeing how the joints move, this is going to lead you down to a path of frustration because the strengthening and the soft tissue and all these things that you do, that's sort of helping, it's kind of keeping you running, but it's, you know, something is still off. It's going to lead you down the path of more frustration um, because you have to check the mobility. So that's what we're going to talk about next. So here are two mobility stretches that you can do. And so the first thing that we're going to do, I'm going to show you these pictures, um, is we're going to test the difference between both sides. So we, I just want you to do these two tests just to see if the, if there's a difference between both sides, because if you have a difference, there is a problem. And if there is a difference with, with either one of these, um, mobility stretches that we're, we're going to show you, then you're just basically going to move. You're, you're going to be doing this stretch and really trying to hold the positions and stretch the joint. So now these may look like we're stretching the muscle, but in reality, we're stretching the joint. And I'll um, show you how, why there's a difference. Cause we're, um, you, you will feel this in areas where you feel like you're stretching the muscles and that's totally fine. But in reality, we are trying to stretch the joint. So here's the first one. Here's the hip mobility test. So again, what we're trying to do is we're basically going to be in a kneeling position. So it looks like we're doing a hip flexor stretch and we're going to test both sides. So you want to try to get that hip from the back leg to touch the ground. Now it's not going to touch the ground, but that's the motion that we're trying to do. You can even use your hand on your hip to kind of push, give you some overpressure into that joint. And you're going to feel tightness definitely in the front of the hip, but we're really moving that joint. If you do one side, it's like, wow, this one moves like moves freely and I can go so much farther, but the other one doesn't, that's a problem. So is there a difference between the two sides? So you're basically kneeling, you're bringing that hip as far forward as possible, trying to touch the hip to the ground. It's not going to touch the ground, but that's the motion. Again, you can use your hand on your hip to kind of give you a little bit of overpressure and if you are tight, then you definitely want to make sure that you're doing this type of stretch, holding it and breathing and trying to get that joint to open up over the next, you know, like two to three times a day. So the next is the ankle mobility test. You're going to basically see how the ankle joint moves. So you're going to put your foot up on a step and you're going to push your knee down and have your heel down off the step. What you're going to do then is as you're putting pressure through that ankle for that heel to drop down, you're going to bring the knee towards your toes. So you're really getting that joint to like move. And you're, it's, it's, again, you're, you're, you're going to probably feel a little bit in the back of the foot because you are going to get a little bit of a stretch, but the knee is bent. You're putting the foot on the step. You're pushing the knee down to get the heel to drop. And then you're bringing your body weight forward. This is like an ankle joint mobilization. So when you um, do something like this, again, you want to see the difference on this one. You may feel a little bit of tightness on the top part of the foot. And that's, well, it's not normal, but it is, if there's some tightness that's within that joint, um, there's a lot of ankle joints in there. Um, and so when you can mobilize this, this area, if you think about your ankle, their ankle bones are the same bones that go all the way up into the knee. And so if there's issues where it's not moving, guess what? You're going to get a little bit more movement in the knee 
and muscles tightening up around the knee because you've got to get the mobility somewhere. So if you don't have it at the ankle, you're going to get it at the knee. You're going to have some problems. You may not even have any foot issues. You may not even know there's any issues down there. You don't feel anything down there. It feels completely normal, but there can be still be an issue. So again, is there a difference on each side and can you, and if there is a difference, then we need to start mobilizing it. Usually this is the direction that you need to go to ever so often. We've got to go into a different direction, but usually this is the direction that we can go into as far as testing um, as far as doing some ankle mobilizations. And so if we can get these joints to start moving, you're going to start noticing that, oh gosh, I actually feel like my muscles are firing now. They, my knee is starting to feel a little bit better. Again, when you have some of these things, then we can get into some of the strengthening things to get, to get everything stronger, but you have to have everything moving first. So what are some of the other resources that you can learn from us? We have a ton of resources. Again, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We always are doing educational events um, and different things that we post on here. Plus, you know, even testimonials from patients that literally have tried everything. Typically the person that comes to our office has tried five, six, seven different types of healthcare providers without having any kind of um, results until they get to our office. Check out our website. We have a ton of stuff. Um, on our website. It's um, www.empower-pt.com. And again, our YouTube channel is Empower, M-P-O-W-E-R, Physical Therapy. That's our YouTube channel. Um, check out our free knee pain report. You can go to www.empower-pt.com backslash knee dash pain dash report backslash. And that will get you to your free report. We'll also post links of these um, down below as well. If you want to work with us, there's also ways of working with us where you can come in. If you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area to sit down, have a conversation. Um, we do this for free to really just help you understand what's going on, how we might be able to help um, give you some ideas of what we'd be looking at and compared to what you've done before and how we could all the different areas that we look at based on kind of our conversation really give you the confidence that hmm, I really feel like this place is, is probably the right place for us. So there'll be links for that as well. So thanks so much. Um, and I hope this was helpful. Hello, my name is Victoria. I'm a client care specialist. I hope you enjoyed the information in this podcast. If you're looking for more information to figure out how to fix your knee pain, click on the link below for our knee pain ebook. And if you would like to talk to one of our specialists, click on the link below for a free discovery visit if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area.